0: It's a gift from my darling daughter, one of my favorite coffee mugs. No, it's not Aldi's, it's Baldi's. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's going to be a short one today. I got a relatively small cup, as you guys can see. Like I said, hey, Klaus, how are you, man? It's been a while. What's up, champ? Jeff Ogilvy Watched a little bit of your interview with Mr. Mick. It's pretty good, Jeff. I'll be contacting you soon um, to have a panel podcast in typical Bow project fashion um, with you um, and a few others from, from the Nationals um but again jeff congratulations on awesome awesome shooting (laughs) it's been a pleasure watching you uh improve over the last like two years and um and i appreciate your support of like the online tournaments and everything barebow project just wanting to know that so uh, let me pull up my browser real quick um wanted to go over a few things this morning um, say hello to everyone and sort of get caught up because it's been a while since I've done a coffee talk, it's been at least a few weeks um, but I wanted to talk about the online tournaments first because we you know I, I'll be honest, I'm not going to lie to you um, Elton Wong who has been um, super busy with his work and shooting has not been in his um, schedule per se, um, has headed up all of the tournaments to this point because it was still keeping him involved. Um, Elton's been a huge, huge supporter, not only of my brick-and-mortar grass-hollow archery, but as well as um, the Bearbowl Project, uh, behind-the-scenes stuff that you guys don't even know. So I just want to give a sincere um, thank you to Elton for all that he has done to keep all of you shooting and giving some option to shoot these online tournaments all through COVID. Um, he has been a, a, a crucial member of the Bearville Project team and I cannot thank him enough. And I ask all of you who have either shot in just one tournament, multiple tournaments, to please, make sure that you, um, you know, either throw it in comments. Which reminds me, if you are drinking coffee, let's see that coffee emoji in comments. Um, you know, throw throw uh, Elton a big thanks because. He really did not have to do any of that stuff. I mean, he really did it just for, um, to keep, you know, some involvement in the barebow community to continue to support the barebow community and really for all of you. So um, I just want to, I, I can't express my uh, appreciation enough for Elton, but, with that being said uh, we are going to continue the tournaments. Him and I did talk. We originally were not going to, but we are, um there's there's interests people want to shoot um last year we did the 50 meter thing and i really would like to do see more people do um the 50 meter stuff because that's let's face it that's our world archery niche for outdoors um but the the enrollment in the 50 meter tournament was very very minimal at best so you know you guys pop pop your opinion and comments and let us know what um, what you want. Uh, now there's a lot of 3d shooters so the only one change that we've made is we are adding the 3d um, version every I'm gonna I want to try to grow that 3d side um, so it's it's the Delta 3d target it's a multicolored face um anybody can get them through lancaster archery um you can get them heck i have them i can ship them to you in a paper white envelope i don't care um but get those faces in and sign up for the 3d version it's going to be three different distances uh um, two arrows two ends at three different distances Um, So the guys that kind of are shooting multiple distances have to crawl, want to feel that, you know, it really does. It does a good job. Um, There's three distances marked. You have to just shoot your six ends. Um, You can, I don't care how you shoot them. As long as you shoot them at the correct distance in regards to like verifying the yardage. um, My recommendation is just to shoot all six from the same spot, you know, mark, mark your location, if you need to, or just verify the distance every time you shoot and pull, you can shoot all six arrows at one distance in a row. If you want to, that works too. It's entirely up to you. Um, I'm not, you know, real snickety about how this, how these tournaments go, um, in regards to that, you guys have to figure that out on your own. Um, but so there's the 3d, there is the 18 meter, um, and, Andy Marseillet is messaging me or commenting on my Instagram. So I'm getting notifications. Um, So there's the 18 meter and there's regular bare bow and then there's novice. So this month for, for March and for April, um, I'm working on some prizes through our sponsors for first, second, and third. Um, So just stay tuned for that. But you guys that are, that are shooting, um we'll all get an opportunity to win some some usable equipment um not just discount codes and stuff like that um so that will be for 3d and for the uh barebow um 18 meter not for novice so that's the update on that um hopefully you guys participate in that 3d one and we can grow that so please share that event um, from our Facebook group and and spread the word. Try to get some people involved. Let's try to get that 3D stuff going. Um, the NTS for barebell Archer class I have coming up in April. I only have a few signed up. Uh, the last class, and if any of you that took the class happen to be in this feed, please, why can I not see comments right now? That's what I want to know. I don't know if there is any comments if you guys have, have any, uh, do me a favor. Somebody throw like a coffee emoji up there. there we go. Okay. Now I see one. Um, if you guys, I, yes, Trevor, thank you. Um, at any rate, um, Oh, the NTS for the bow Archer. Um, I got to tell you that class went awesome. And if you are someone that is struggling with the implementation of what you've been taught NTS and applying it to your bare bow, I really, really, really recommend considering taking this class. It is four weeks. The classes are relatively short, but we hammer out, the very specific details of what uh carries over from nts and frankly what doesn't and there is definitely things that do not um i'm in the middle of sort of writing an entire proficiency checklist for for Bearbow. um and that's going to be part of this class in the near future probably this next one if you are someone who is coaching others, if you are someone who struggles with your form, um, that's probably gonna be another discussion today that I didn't put in the post yesterday. Um, You should take that class. I highly, highly recommend signing up for that class. You will not regret it. And I can give you, I think we had 10 students from the last class that will all um, give you whatever they can tell you all about it. Um, I might even tag a few in this to, uh, to drop, uh, some feedback so you guys can, can hear about it. Hey, Scott, how are you? No coffee, Scott. Brett Parlow. <laughs> Brett, ask your brother about the workout I did yesterday. There's, there's def- I'm definitely a tank right now. I can tell you that much. It was not pretty. <laughs> I wanted to die. I'm not going to lie. Um, it was, It was, it's pretty rough. Um, so yeah, I, I highly, highly, if you, especially if you're coaching others, um, you should consider signing up that can't tell I'm a little congested. I got, I got some, I got it. I don't know if it's just, I thought it was allergies, maybe head cold. I got the vaccine. So I highly doubt it's coronavirus, but you know, it is what it is. Not all that worried about it. (laughs) um, let me see, okay, so uh, I also wanted to mention that the April training tournament that that event is pinned in the announcements of the variable project. So you guys go check that out and make sure that you get signed up for that for, for April. Um, it's 3 p.m. How are you drinking beer? Shouldn't you be working, Klaus? Um, Klaus, I can't wait for you to come back to the United States. We got to hang out. Um, So moving forward, two things we're going to talk about here. We're going to talk about holding and holding at full draw and the importance of it and why I've learned some mistakes. It's a national holiday here. All right. Okay. All right, Klaus. I got you. Um, and then the, the future podcasts. So we have a few planned, um, with some other shooters and stuff like that. But, you know, I was, I was actually talking to Grayson, um, well, Grayson and John, but uh, Grayson was going to hop in on one, but a holding was, I guess we, what we wanted to do is I feel like in the first year plus, um, we, we really honed in on a lot of big topics in Berbo. And I feel like now it's time to sort of take those broad topics of discussion and break them down into smaller chunks. Um, because there, I guess there's just so many nuances to berbo that A lot of people just don't, they just kind of draw back and shoot and not just formulated, but tuning related too. like, like just talking about managing your plunger. Um, That's a big deal. And understanding the plunger and how the plunger works. I don't think a lot of people get it um I, I keep seeing these comments there's all these nice new you know the Whiffler punger the the one by spigarelli I think um you know all this stuff the you know the AE which is what I shoot um and like I see people like, well well why would you why would you want to move your center your 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 uh center shot or why would you? You know, a lot of people are afraid to touch their plunger while they're shooting. You know, just start to dive into maybe smaller topics about barebow. They're not going to get the views and and probably the the, the um, yeah, Scott, that's the one. Um, I, I don't think I don't think those those podcasts are going to get the views, but we don't do the barebow project for views and flash. There's listen, there's pot. There's a lot of great podcasts. There's a lot of people who do cool stuff. I'm sorry. I'm not about flash. I don't care about that stuff. I care about providing information to the masses that is needed. That is it. So, you know, like I said, the stuff isn't going to be for views. It's, it's, it's going to be, or, 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 or downloads and all that BS. Um, Yeah, maybe you're right, Scott. And Scott, you're probably one that should hop in on. Well, and that's another thing, Scott. Should I talk about what we've talked about? Or are we going to, are we moving forward? Because I think that little, that little niche, well, I think that those episodes would be really, really liked. But, anyways, yeah. So, I really think that we need to I, we need to start diving into some of these little small details that have such large impact into our shooting, to our tuning and stuff like that. So, I am asking our listeners for feedback in regards to that, and I'm seeing some feedback and comments right now. So I appreciate that, um, but I i I'm, I want you I would I ask you guys to give me some feedback, give me some some topic ideas. I mean, there's a topic. Jeez, there's a there's like a pin post in the group that's like about podcast topics but it's like all and we've answered a lot of them but it's kind of like all over the place um i'm talking about you know maybe things that are only a half hour 45 minute podcast where it's just us giving you know the in and out all right so 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 scott einsman has given me the he's put it out there. So the barebow project with Scott, Scott's going to sort of join the team, uh, of the barebow project. And it's going to be his, his podcast. I'm calling it his because he's, he is, he's running this. He's, he's taking this, you know, and we're calling it straight shots. Um, It's going to be, oh man, I don't want this to come across the wrong way. It's going to be just that. It is going to be straight, legit information debunking a lot of what we see in the trad and barebow world and giving you real feedback in regards to it. That's all I got to say about it. Does that sound like a good um, explanation, Scott? So with that being said, man, I am talking and I'm not drinking my coffee. This, and I, for those of you who didn't join, you know, you're supposed to put a coffee emoji in there, whether you have one or not, tell us. Um, this episode is not brought to you by Aldi's, it's brought to you by Baldies. whatever, Scott. Um, So let's see. Holding. Um, Let me just tell you that you can work on your form all you want. Okay. You can have the most beautiful NTS form in the world. However, It's a big however, if you aren't practicing the hold and if you aren't purposefully concentrating on the hold, your form doesn't mean squat. Let me say that again, if you aren't practicing the hold, the aim, learning to, as one Demer's I don't know if it was Demer or Grace, and I think it was Demer. Um, if you aren't really learning to enjoy the aim, your form does not matter. The reason I say that is because I think the th- the thing about NTS is that most NTS shooters are very dynamic. And Scott and I were talking about this a little bit last night, ironically, uh, via chat. And, you know, Olympic recurve is dynamic. There's an explosion, miniature explosion, but like an explosion that happens when the clicker goes. It enables you to just concentrate on the movement. It enables you to get more into the subconscious. I would say getting into the subconscious easier. The switch is easier from conscious to subconscious. Um, all of you know I've gone through a pretty significant form change, but the one thing I didn't concentrate on was the hold because it took so long to feel like I was consistent with the form change. But here's where the here's where this whole this whole thing sort of comes into. Um, comes together where it gels together. The 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 importance of the form, more so the alignment, and enabling you to enjoy the aim is that you'll never you're never going to enjoy the aim if you are in a bad position. Okay. The other thing that happens is the separation from the string, that moment where you switch from conscious to subconscious, that separation, if you have a, a whole lot of back tension, you have this big dynamic finish, you know, one of these, we see it all the time, or one of these, and you see this exaggerated movement. The reason, in my opinion, that it doesn't work And that we need to dial that back is because of tension and direction. You know, in the NTS, they teach tension and direction should be 50 50, that, you know, both ways that the bow arm and the release, uh, the the release, everything is 50 50, tension and direction, tension, direction, tension, direction. But in order to enjoy the aim, you have to sort of dial back the tension and direction of the bow arm going toward the target because it has to go directly toward the target and the calmness of your aim and the movement after the shot breaks is indicative of how good your aim was so if you for the most efficient shot i agree 50 50 is important i think i think what the struggle that people have is that they try to have this big and, and I'm giving Scott, again, the credit, actually, because he's the one who talked about this dynamic movement, this dynamic follow through, this dynamic shot process. And it's the opposite of that in barebow, because we don't have a clicker, because in order to enjoy the aim, we have to be so into the hold, which is our expansion. All right. Expansion isn't a movement. It's not a big it's not this exasperated thing that makes you break and, you know, do all that stuff. So if our aim has to be calm and strong, but relaxed all at the same time, well, so does our release. It's just kind of like an epiphany that, that has come over all of these changes and talking with John and, um, significantly as well um and like my release has completely changed in the last week completely changed and it's because i'm trying to mimic the tension and direction of the release with the bow arm and make that 50 50 legit not 60 40 not 40 60 um trying to find where my 50-50 is. And it's not in a big swooping dynamic release. And I think uh, I think you will find that if you just solely concentrate on that, and I'm sure that I'll end up making a video somewhere in the future. I have so many videos I have to make, it's crazy. Um, I think that you will find that it enables you to concentrate on the aim when the release isn't so much of a chore. I think that's the best way I can, I can, I can explain it to you again. The more simple you can make your shot process, the better off you are. Does NTS work about, I used to say 85%. I might dial that back a little bit now. Um, expansion is misunderstood and that affects the ability for you to have a consistent release and a consistent form. That's, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. So if you want more on that, reach out to me. Um, Maybe it's something that we can, we can add into these as we move forward into the podcasts and and break them down into smaller, smaller chunks and whatnot. I got to drink people. Somebody please remind me, I'm just in here chatting. That's because it's, you know, I enjoy talking about it, but I got to drink this stuff. Let's see here. Let's see if I missed any questions real quick. Thomas. Thomas is a new bear bow shooter. I've talked to him quite a few times. Could learn to enjoy the aim. I would be dangerous, Sean. You're funny. Um, Demetrius. Thank you, sir. I'm still disappointed. Uh, all right, so Trevor had some topic ideas, tiller, string blur, crawl, effect on tune, grip, etc. Yeah, I think Trevor, that's going in the right direction. I do. I think that's that's what we're we're ultimately going to um, go in that direction of, of sorts. You know we'll still do the highlight stuff with people who win and who are doing good here and, and stuff like that but i don't um i don't know i think i think it's time that we we, we really hone in on some of these smaller things you know really the the goal of Bearable project has always been more of an educational resource than oh i interviewed this person and i interviewed this person and like that's just not who we are um and that's just not who i am I, I i want to talk about you know the stuff that helps people and sure hearing other people's stories but you can only regurgitate the same information all the time so um i think we uh we need to do what's best for, for the barebow community and in my opinion that's education so we'll do what we can with that so all right guys i am hold on i'm, I'm almost there it's almost gone Is a psycho trigger needed to be good? I'm going to answer that for you right now. No. (laughs) I can't believe you asked that question, Sean. You should know better. No triggers are needed to be good. Gosh, this is going to hurt some people's feelings. Listen, people. You can use triggers if you want to. In my opinion... I think there's a limited ceiling on your performance relying on triggers. Really do. I have yet to see anyone prove me wrong. You can take somebody like Martin Odison, who shot really, really well a decade ago, who now plays around with triggers a little bit. But he shot a non-triggered shot and shot some of the best scores in the world. Um, I think that if you're trying to use grip sears, I think you can shoot listen, you can shoot 540s with miniature drive bys, dude. You can do that. I did it. You can shoot five fifties, but not consistently with miniature drive bys. You can shoot them with a triggered shot. You can shoot a grip sear. Um, and you can hit 520. You can hit 530. You can hit 540. But I've come to learn that... And 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 not only for... Listen, I stood next to, to Demer last weekend and watched him break a world record. And he was on absolute... Like, he was fire. But the the amount of drive... I have never seen... I've, I've shot with next to and watched John shoot many, 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 many times. There, there is, if, if, if you don't watch John and take what he does and realize how well it works, you know, think about the last year with him. We went through that debacle of the string, uh, the serving gate. BS, right? And the amount of drive and focus that he has had over this last year through COVID is second to none. Not that John has anything to prove to anyone, but I've watched that man shoot and I know, and, and, and up close and personal and have analyzed the crap out of him for me not like not for him he doesn't need any analyzing but you know you know what i mean and if you don't purposefully realize that his uh, level of control and confidence and what goes into it you have no idea how many arrows he shoots a week like everything he has done he has earned and he has earned it by making the mistakes for the last decade plus for the benefit of barebow archery. And when John Demers says, you know, you know, well, this is what I find works best. There's a reason behind it this weekend. He was unbelievably consistent. I have never seen him shoot that consistent in my life. Grayson is more than capable of doing that. He holds our national record, unfortunately, which he broke right before the world records were available. But if you aren't watching videos of John shoot, if you aren't going to the Lancaster Archery Supply or Lancaster Archery Classic, barebow Shoot-Ups, or any videos that have Demer in them and watching. Now, his form has changed a little bit, I think, maybe since some of the previous stuff. But if you're not watching, you know, and paying attention to his less than dynamic shot and the things that he does, You can continue playing with triggers if you want. Go ahead. But if you have a goal to shoot without one, there's a few things that you need to do. Alignment is crucial. Taking negative tension out of your shot so that the target panic isn't as bad because that's what negative, target panic feeds on negative tension. And doing this is negative tension on the front of your bow. It's just like compound compound you need to be able to aim very finite you need to be able to allow that that, that your the, your uh, pin to float you know and then as you get the boat to fit to you as you make tuning and and stabilizers, you know you that enables that pin to float less and less and less and less. I am not going to hit an X every time with a compound if I am putting pressure, with a fingertip in the front of a grip okay if you accept that well i'm not trying to hit the x every time when i'm shooting barebow then your mind is in the wrong place because you can you can it's a heightened sense of ability and refinement in your form and your shot process and your ability to hold but you can you have to want to and, well, what do you have to do? Well, maybe you need to do holding drills five days a week and shoot one score. But who, who has the dedication and the drive to do that? I, I don't know. If you want to be that person, then do it. Shut up, Scott. <laughs> um. So, you know, if, if you want to shoot a triggered shot, do that. But in no form of archery do we ever we always try to remove all aspects of tension and uh, negative tension and so why does that not apply to barebow well in my opinion it 100% applies to barebow probably even more so because of the direct dealing with target panic that we do um you know this idea that only certain people can do it you know, or only certain personalities or, or, or it, you know, inner driven, whatever. I think anybody can do it. It just, are you willing to put in the work? That's what it comes down to. Are you willing to put in the work? Stop trying to find a solution. We have a solution. Do the work. That's it. It's, it's, that's what's, it's the way, it's the way it is. I mean, I've, I'm, I, I fully, fully believe that. I really do anybody can do it anybody can shoot as good as they want to you have to be willing to do the work the information is out there the information is out there um you just need to want it and you need to want to put the time in uh, admittedly over the last 6 months i have not put time in i've coached i've spent my time coaching And I'm happy about that because it is, I've seen kids that have gone just through the roof and it's the same with the kids. Some kids they'll put the time in some kids, they try, but they're not really serious. They're just excited about working with somebody that changes. You know, I've concentrated on coaching and, um, and, and sort of skip past some of the things I should have been working on myself, but. It's not just holding drills, Sean. It's all of it. I just want you to know it's not just holding drills. It's it's all of it. You can't just draw back and hold your, your point on wherever your aim is, et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of like, it's the same idea of refinement when it comes to tuning. Are you going to shoot a 560 aiming you know, left edge blue or top of the target or bottom of the target? Are you gonna shoot 500 that way? Maybe, but it's hard. You know, it's all about refinement and and being as good as possible, and then finding the weakness and addressing the weakness. It's just like any athletic endeavor that you participate in. What is your weakness? What do you need to work on? Go work on it. Before the variable project, none of, in my opinion, there was no public information on here. This is what you need to do in order to work on X that's available now. So if you're not hitting 500, if you're not able to hit 520, if you're not able to hit 530, it's not because the information is there. It's because we just refuse to look at it or admit that we need to work on X, Y, or Z. That's it. Do it. Get after it. Um, So yeah all that. And yes, this is an arrow. This is a vintage, I call it vintage, game getter uh XX75 Easton made into a muzzle loader ramrod. <laughs> for those of you who are wondering, it's, it's for uh it's for my flintlock which is standing here in the corner, but anyway. So that's it. That's 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 my story and I'm sticking to it. By all means, triggers are great. Do it. If you want to do that, if you want to shoot a clicker, shoot a clicker, obviously not for bare bow. Do I think that you putting a clicker on a bare bow rig is, is uh, beneficial? I don't, I, I really don't. For coaches who recommend it, they don't understand the bare bow shot. Um, if they think that, that the explosion out of, out of a clicker is the same as what it is at full draw. Um, you know, I, I, it's, it's not, it's just not, I'm learning. I learned it the hard way. Um, I did everything possible to apply as much of the NTS to bare bow as I could um, over the last six months or whatever, since taking like really getting an understanding of the, of the, of the, the NTS. And I think that we need to, we need to educate people on how to teach barebow and stop teaching it like you're shooting an Olympic recurve because that's not what it is. Is it similar? Absolutely. Is it the same? It is not. All right, people. I mean, oh, last swig, all gone. Thank you, everyone, for joining in. Uh, special thanks to our sponsors, XS Wings, Ben Star over there. Um, I love those things. Uh, I definitely will be sending some of the. Uh, oh, here comes my my fan. Hi, Chloe. Say hi, Chloe. Um, uh, yeah. Yoast Archery products, as always, Eric and Tracy Yoast. Um, no better tab on the market, in my opinion. I absolutely love everything about Yoast Archery. Um, hopefully, uh, I hope Eric and Tracy are doing well, actually was trying to, uh, to reach out to him yesterday. I have to get him on one of these coffee talks. He's just, he's working, he's working all over the place. Um, uh, let's see who else we got. We have One More Arrow. One More Arrow is a new sponsor that has joined us, Martino Galante. Some of you guys that are local to Pennsylvania. Go to onemorearrow.com. It's an archery brand, but the concept behind One More Arrow is that you are only better as good as the, your ability to shoot that one more arrow. When you're training, you need to shoot that one more arrow. Um, it's just a, it's just such a cool brand. It's a cool company. And I really, really want you guys to go support him. Um, he's a new sponsor for the, for the barebow project. Um, AAE, Arizona Archery Enterprises, uh, AAE has come on board to support, not just the barebow project, but barebow in general. We've had a lot of really cool discussions with them. They are More than interested in helping to improve barebow and everything we do in barebow. And I'm sure you've seen me hit around with some things on posts and stuff like that. And um, they're, they're a significant company. They've been in the game a long time, especially in target archery. So, you know, I absolutely love their free flight rest. I love, the new wire that we um have sort of put together and i mean any of you have a free flight and you want to see how to make the that that wire work let me know heck i have like 10 of them if you need one just pm me and we'll we'll figure something out um i'm trying to think who am i missing um and i guess that's it right now um oh and Paul Yager. I'm sorry. Uh, Those, those amazing grips. I, you know, I think we have a lot of awesome accessory companies out there. Paul has been around Bearbow a long time. um, And I appreciate Paul. Paul takes care of us. I love his grips because no matter whether it's cold or it's warm, that grip is consistent. And that's what I like. And he has the ability to make adjustments to those grips as necessary. I personally use the JD3 grip. As a matter of fact, I'm using the grip that Dillinger had last year. Um, And it just, the grip does everything it's supposed to. And, you know, but like anybody else, it's one of those, well, the equipment works flawlessly. It's just, you know... (laughs) equipment always works flawlessly (laughs) so but thank you all to all of our sponsors um please go check out one more arrow and and check out his uh apparel and stuff that martino's doing because he's just trying to change this idea in archery where we can just go throw arrows downrange and um expect to get better it's all about shooting that one more arrow so all right everyone you have a wonderful day happy easter and um Peace out.